Good tidings. Good tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Good Tidings radio broadcast here on WXAN Radio. I am your radio pastor and Bible teacher, Dr. David Pinkerton, and here we are already January the 27th. Wow, this month seems to be flying by, and I pray you're walking with the Lord closely, staying renewed and focused upon Jesus Christ and what God's plan and will is for your life, and that you're growing in the grace and in the knowledge of Jesus every day, and you're living a victorious Christian life a spirit-filled, victorious Christian life here in 2024. We're grateful that you're tuned in today. Like always, we're praying for you. We ask your prayers for us, and we're honored to be part of this ministry here at WXAN Radio. Now, like always, I want you to get your Bible, open them up to Hebrews chapter number 13, Hebrews chapter number 13 in the New Testament, and we're going to go there in just a few moments and uh, speak this morning. But, you know, as a week goes by, uh, we're all involved in work, we're involved in church, we're involved in services, the different different uh, activities of our lives. It's a good thing to know that we're a part of the family of God, and there are multitudes of people out there praying for you, uh, thinking of you, and lifting you up before the throne of heaven uh, for the Lord to speak and work in your heart. And it's always reassuring and good to know, too, that people are doing the same for us here behind the microphones and wanting to to share the good the good news of the grace and love of Jesus Christ his gospel and to exhort the brethren my intention behind this message is to glorify Jesus Christ like always but to encourage you to exhort the brethren and so much the more i am an encourager uh, uh, many people have said pastor david you've got the uh, the heart of a pastor, and the spirit of an evangelist. And I think that's probably true. God has blessed me and given me a combination of both. I love to see souls saved. I love to see saints grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, falling in love with Christ, and walking in his ways, and finding God's will for their life. So it's good to know people are praying one for another, and you rest assured we're praying for you, and thankful today that you're tuned in. So Let's go to Hebrews chapter number 13, Hebrews chapter number 13, and we're going to draw a text out of verse number 8. Hebrews chapter number 13, I'm going to draw your attention to verse number 8. The scripture says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, here we are, the first month of 2024, and we've kind of stayed with the theme, if you'll notice, the last three weeks on putting Jesus first and dealing with the first of the new year and the month of January and uh, the year 2024. But today, I want to kind of anchor us back down, as I feel like the Spirit is leading us to do <clears throat> in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8 about Jesus Christ. We've turned the calendar and went to another new year, but it's always reassuring. It's a confidence builder. It's a faith builder. It's a blessing to know that Jesus, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of all those that call upon him and trust him by faith to be their personal redeemer, that he is the same. People change. 
We know that. Well, let's get into this this morning. Open your Bibles to Hebrews 13, 8, as we've said. And I want to remind you, every time we open the Bible, you hear me say this a lot because I want you to understand it. When we open the Bible, we're opening the mind of God. Let's see what God has to say to us today and to know that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished, unto all good works. That's 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Now, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. By way of introduction, Napoleon once said, and I quote, Caesar, Charlemagne, and I built kingdoms on force, and they've all crumbled. Jesus Christ built a kingdom on love, and today there are thousands and thousands that would die for his sake. End of quote. Let me read what the poet said. I think it's very good, and I quote to you. Majestic sweetness is enthralled upon the Savior's brow, his head with radiant glory crowned. His lips with grace will flow. No mortal can with the comparing among the sons of men, fairer than all the fours that he filled the heaven train. He saw me plunged in deep despair and flew to my relief. He bore the shameful cross for me and carried all of my grief. To him I owe my life, my breath, and all the joys I crave. He makes me triumph over death and saves me from the grave. End of quote. Now, folks, if time has written anything on the institutions of human beings, if time has written anything on the institutions of mankind, it would write the word change. We know this. We've changed years. We're in 2024. Think about this for a moment. Let me do a real quick rundown through the alphabet as we consider change. We are living in a world of change, and it absolutely runs the gamut from the alphabet, if you would, A all the way to Z. Consider this. A, authorities are changing. Jesus doesn't. B, benefits are changing. You see that regularly. C, communications are changing. D, dictionaries are changing. E, education is changing. F, families are changing. G, governments are changing. Homes are changing. H, I, institutions are changing. J, judges are changing. K, kings are changing. L, lives are changing. M, money is changing. N, numbers are changing. O, occupations are changing. P, people are changing. Q, qualities are changing. R, regulations are changing. S, science is changing. T, technology is changing. We know that. U, utilities are changing. V, values are changing. Unfortunately, we need Christian values. W, weather patterns are changing. X, X-rays are changing. That technology in your hospital every day. And Y, you are changing. Now think about this, folks. Listen, friends. Do you think you've changed? Well, look yourself in the mirror. Get down and do as many push-ups as you did 10 years ago. Folks, the picture is true. We are changing. We as believers are growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. We're going to get a new body one of these days. Hallelujah. It'll be fashioned just like Jesus's. But folks, Z 
zealots are changing. We live in a world of change. So it is absolutely reassuring, faith-bolstering, faith-building to know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I'm glad to report that our Savior Jesus, he never changes. In John chapter 1, verse 29, the scripture says what? The Lamb of God, behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He never changes. 1 Peter 2 and verse 24, who bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness. Jesus Christ, our Savior, he never changes. Folks, there is only one Savior in the world, only always has been, and only always will be, and that is none other than Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21, I'm glad to report to you, our Savior Jesus, he never changes. Notice this, he's the same Savior. For he, that's God, hath made him, that's Christ, to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Folks, Jesus Christ bore your sins on the cross. He became your substitute, your sin bearer. That's why God sent him, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, the word believeth means to trust in Christ as your savior, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We are sinners. We need a savior. We cannot have, we don't have anything to offer God as payment for our sins, except that when we die in in our sins is to go to hell and stay there forever. But God so loved us, he sent Jesus to be the propitiation or the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And Christ died on the cross, displaying the love of God, taking in his own body, my sins, your sins, and the sins of everybody who's ever lived, is living, or will live. Christ died for the sins of the whole world. And he shed his blood in our place. And the father saw that blood. And it's the only thing he would ever accept as payment for sin. Without the shedding of blood, the Bible says there is no remission of sin. There must be the shedding of blood, innocent blood. And it was Christ Jesus' sinless blood. He was buried in the tomb when he died. And then gloriously resurrected the third day for our justification. He doesn't change. Jesus is the Savior. Do you know him as your Savior? If you stood before God today and he said, why should I let you come into my heaven? What would you tell him? Think about it. The only hope you have of heaven is to say, I have trusted Jesus Christ by faith to be my personal savior. And if you'd like to ask him to be your savior today, I'd like to lead you in that sinner's prayer from the sincerity of your heart. Recognize you're a sinner. You cannot save yourself. And believe the gospel that Christ died for your sins, was buried and resurrected. And now let's put your faith in him. Follow me in this prayer from the sincerity of your heart. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I am trusting you and you alone to be my personal savior and to take me to heaven. Amen. Now, folks, if you've done that, I'll always remind you, Write me an email. Send me an email, drdave13 at gmail.com. 
drdave13 at gmail.com. I've got free information, Christian information to help you as a new believer to start to live the Christian life that you may grow thereby. And I'll mail it to you free of charge. So write me, okay? Anyway, Jesus Christ, folks, he's the same in his power to save. He's still saving souls today. Are you seeing souls saved, walk the aisle of your church and be saved, folks? Are you leading people to faith in Jesus Christ with gospel tracts? Are you inviting them to church so they can hear the gospel of Jesus and being saved? Does your preacher care whether souls get saved? WXAN Radio does. We want souls, multitudes, to come to the knowledge of the truth and be born again by faith in Jesus Christ the Savior. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number one, in his power to save. Isaiah 53, 4 said this, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Folks, we're redeemed because Christ paid our price, or he paid our sin debt on the cross of Calvary. Jesus said, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. That's Luke 19 and verse 10. Folks, hell and eternal punishment are mentioned 240 times in the New Testament. You must know Christ as your Savior to get to heaven. Being a good person will not get you there. Being philanthropic or charitable or benevolent are honorable qualities, but they won't get you to heaven. You must have a personal relationship with Jesus by being born again of the Spirit, John chapter 3. When you put your faith in Christ and Him alone as your Savior, God saves you. So we see Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever in His power to save. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 tells us, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Think about this. If you let the sinner go to the doctor, all that you're going to expect from the sinner is to get a healthy sinner. If the banker, if if a, a sinner goes to a banker, you still got a wealthy sinner. If a sinner goes to an, a lawyer, you got a legal sinner. If a sinner goes to an educator, you got an educated sinner. If you've got a if a sinner goes to a scientist, then you have a scientific sinner. If a sinner goes to a philosopher, then you have a philosophical sinner. If a sinner goes to a psychologist, then you have an adjusted sinner. But let the sinner go to Jesus Christ, and he or she becomes a saved sinner. Hallelujah. A saved sinner. Jesus Christ is saving souls. Are you winning them to Christ? Are you witnessing to people for Jesus, about Jesus Christ? I like that song. We have heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Tell the sinners far and wide, Jesus saves. So this morning, make 2024 a wonderful venue. Use it spiritually. Tell people about Jesus Christ and the need to be saved. Hand them a gospel tract. Bring them, invite them to church, get them under the gospel. So we see, number one, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever in the power of to still save. Number two, as we consider Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever, 
Let's consider Jesus Christ in his power to satisfy. The power to satisfy. Folks, the world is looking for satisfaction in amusement, sports, entertainment, pornography, alcohol, substances, legal and illegal, food, exercise, education, politics, self-gratification, only to be disappointed in the long term. You'll never be satisfied. Folks, you will always be, let me clarify something, you will always be dissatisfied, disheartened, disillusioned if you're looking for satisfaction in the things I've just mentioned. Stop trying to look for satisfaction and start trusting Jesus Christ, who is your satisfaction. Question, are you lonely? Jesus said in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He'll satisfy your loneliness. Another question, are you fearful? Jesus Christ said in Matthew 14 and verse 27, It is I, be not afraid. He will satisfy your need to overcome fear. Jesus will. Third question, are you weary? Are you tired? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus will satisfy your weariness. He will give you rest for your soul, rest for your mind, rest for your body, health for your body. Anchor your faith in Jesus Christ and do not worry, folks, in 2024. Anchor your faith in Jesus Christ. The world is changing. The political stage is changing. Economies are changing. The global, uh, the global mindset across the world seems to be changing. And this, this world is being prepared for the Antichrist to come on the scene, a global ruler, a dictator. But don't let those things trim, tremble or trouble you. Satisfy your soul by anchoring your faith and your focus in Jesus. Put him first in your life again. Go to worship Jesus when you go to church. Live every day for Jesus Christ. So we think about Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we know that he is, number one, the same in his power to save. He's the Savior. We know, number two, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever in his ability to satisfy. If you're not satisfied, you're not looking to Jesus. But number three, I want to ask you this morning, as we consider Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number three, Jesus Christ is the same in his power to secure. Jesus Christ is the same in his power to secure. Do you know what the Bible says in 1 John chapter number five? 1 John chapter number five and verse number seven. Do you know, let me ask you a question, saints. Do you know for sure you're secure in Christ, that you have everlasting life? If you don't, you should, because God's word is teaching that. 1 John chapter number 5 and verse 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Well, the Bible says in 1 John chapter number 5, it teaches us that we are secure in Jesus Christ. Listen closely. In 1 John chapter 5, 
in verse number 11. 1 John 5, verse 11. He's talking to the believer in 1 John. Get this thing about your status, your salvation, secure, you're secure, you're secure in it, your eternal life. Get it down in your heart and get it solidified. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 11. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Verse 13, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Secure. God wants you to know in 2024 that Jesus Christ is the same in his ability to secure you in your salvation. That's good news. There are so many Christians out there, folks, today that don't know their Bible, so they don't know they're secure. And they're wondering, what's going to happen to me? What if I sin, Pastor David? Well, good news. Then we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. You see, even the best of Christians still sin. We don't want to, but we do. When you trusted Jesus as your Savior, the Holy Spirit took up residence in your abode. And now you have the Holy Spirit, plus you've still got the old sinful nature you were born with. And they begin to wrestle for first position, dominance in your life. In other words, the flesh wants to lead you, and the Holy Spirit, God, He wants to lead you. And the one that you will let lead you is the one that will dictate your life, your attitude, your focus, your spiritual growth and direction. Folks, we still have a flesh. The flesh didn't get saved. The body with its lusts, desires, passions, and temptations, folks, it did not get saved. When you were saved, God imparted unto you the new nature, the divine nature, the Scripture says. So God saved your soul and your spirit, and the Holy Spirit took up residence in you. The one that you let lead your life is the one that will dictate your life. If we're being led by the Spirit, and we're manifesting the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And the Bible says against such there is no law. God wants you to know you're going to struggle in the Christian life once you get saved. That is why it's so important that you are praying every day, talking to God, that you're reading your Bible every day, that's God talking to you, and that you're in the house of God in worship Sundays, and if so, on Wednesdays, to feed your spiritual man so you can grow spiritually in your love, focus on Jesus Christ. Folks, we are now spiritually alive unto God when we trusted Christ as our Savior and were born again. And we must feed our spirit. We must feed ourselves to grow spiritually. And that's done through Scripture. It's done through worship. And God uses other things to help us with that too. But those are the most basic. Reading the Bible and praying and worshiping God. It's important that we get back to church. COVID did a number upon the churches in the United States of America. Many of you quit going to church because of COVID. And you said you don't want to get sicknesses or any kind of viruses. I understand that. I support that. But you're still going to work every day. You're going to to the grocery store every day. You're going all these other places too. Get back in the house of God. 
go into the house of God prayed up, ready to get something from the message, from the worship service, ready to encourage someone else in the, in the congregation, in the fellowship. Jesus is the same, folks, yesterday, today, and forever. And here in 2024, he's the same in his power to secure you in your faith, in your salvation. That's good news. Your soul is anchored in Jesus Christ for salvation. He's the rock of ages. He's that, I love that song, rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. I love the other song that says, anchor my soul in the haven of rest. That's what God wants us to do. And you know, when you think about your security in Jesus Christ, go to Romans chapter number eight. Let me read the last verse to you today. Romans chapter number eight. Go to Romans chapter number eight and notice this passage of scripture. That'll bless your heart. In Romans chapter number eight, when we're thinking about Jesus's ability to secure you and your salvation, go to Romans chapter number eight and look at verse number 38. It says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. You are secure in Jesus Christ. If your faith is in him for your salvation, you're secure. You have eternal life and you're not going to lose it. Now get out and serve Jesus. Tell the world about Jesus. Hand out gospel tracts. Pray for sinners. Do kind deeds in the name of Jesus Christ to glorify him and be found in the house of God this coming weekend, worshiping and serving Jesus Christ. And don't be afraid to be happy. God is in control. So Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. He's the same. He's as he is still the savior. He is still number two, able to satisfy. And he's still the same in his ability to secure you in your salvation. So look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. If he was going to lose you, he wasn't going to finish you. He's finishing you. Let him work in your life. Love him supremely. Tell the world about Jesus. And keep looking up and sing and be happy. Christ is still alive. Prayer changes things. God, God is still in control of this world. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless each of you this day as we keep looking up. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to the Good Tidings radio broadcast. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Oh, yes. So fear not, fear not, but yes, sir.